says here, avoid legal snags by telling people they're being recorded. Yeah, I think I think we did that last time too. Am I being recorded, Jeff? You're being recorded, Dave. So let's avoid legal snags. We or just legal, did. let's avoid legal snacks. We're going to avoid all legal snacks. And we're you are being recorded, sir. And this is uh episode two fifty-five of the only podcast yeah. on the net dedicated 100% to the greatest game in the world. Advanced squad leader, advanced squad leader, advanced squad leader. I'm Jeff. And I'm Dave. And here we are. We're back again, Dave. Boy, we just, we will not die. It's, there's just so much to do. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot to do. And, uh, it's been a busy week. How have, how have things been with you? Okay. Oh, you know what is kind of a little bit new? I started reading The Sand Pebbles. I think I sent you a oh. uh, a notification about Don't you have that book, too? I have that book, and I read that book in high school. It was just about the time when I first really discovered how much fun reading was, and that was one of the first adult books that I read, and I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Um, it's a little, of course, it's, it's, um, view on foreigners is dated. Yeah. As you would expect. Yeah. Correct. Written in 1962 by Richard McKenna. And, uh, later of course turned into a, a good movie. I, I really liked the movie with starring Steve McQueen and Richard Crenna and others. Let's see who played Poe Han, um, that great Japanese actor. Well, how do you even remember the name? Yeah, he was yeah. the main. Yeah, I think his name is Maki or something like that. He's a one word name. Oh, he later on was in Conan. Yes, he was. Yes, Wizard. he was. Yes, he was. That is correcto. Yeah. Yeah, great book. Are you enjoying the book so far? I mean, other than the, the datedness of it. Yeah, yeah, so far. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's some things that terms I don't understand, which is okay. You know, so, naval uh, terms and yeah, oddly, it's one of the books that is recommended reading when you are in uh, naval training, officer oh. training. Oh, could make some sense, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know why, but it's on that list. It's on the short list of good books. Maybe because there are so few. Mutiny on the Bounty. They probably don't recommend Mutiny on the Bounty. <laughs> Probably Titan. not. <laughs> Titanic is probably not on the list. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of between books right now. I just finished um, Crime and Punishment by Fyodor Dostoevsky. You did? Yes. I have not read that before. And, How many uh, years did that take? It only took me, um, it took two months, way longer than I thought. I'd started off at a really good pace, but then... Just things come up, you know, the more determined I am to make time to read every day, the more things come up to keep me from reading every day. So, well, and we're also reading the National Review and yes. the Atlantic, both. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And I still get military history monthly. Mm -hmm. almost month. Try to put in plus the rules to Denant. From of course. To yes. Yes. From <laughs> Are we going to go through the entire episode saying? I think we are, Donald. I think we are. 
Um, who's Donald? Donald Duck. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, listeners, did anyone else get that reference? I thought it was a good one. Hey, what's on my shirt? I thought you were talking about our president. No. I thought he what's, doesn't talk like that. What's on my shirt? That looks like uh, the Golden Arches of St. Louis, the ASL club. That's right. Look and I was that. telling Jeff, these shirts are always better on the back. So Beautiful. Oh, yes. 2015 St. Louis tournament. That's a great shirt. I should have worn mine. Sorry, headphones a, were out. Sorry. We've got an inner. I should have worn my shirt. It's uh, upstairs in the closet. Freshly, um, freshly yeah. pressed. That's an item on our agenda. We have two agenda items. A update from the St. Louis Club and this little gem. That's a beauty. Look at that. That my looks aunt, like some box art. My Well, we're not going to do box art review, I, I don't think, tonight. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Not on this episode. Interview yeah. will be about half an hour with Jim Burris. Yes, looking forward to that. That was a good interview. Looking forward to sharing that, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. And we've been playing a little ASL, I'm, I'm glad to say. A couple of times a week I've been playing, which is more than I have played in a long time. And you have shorter stints, you know, two hours or so at a time. But uh, I've been enjoying our regular meetings as we're working our way through the uh, Operation Watchtower scenarios. That's been fun. Yeah, I think we neglected to record ourselves after our last game. Well, I threw in the I threw in the towel after action report. Well, yeah. we still could have been a discussion. I guess we could have. Yeah, always, a, always a discussion, especially yeah. if it didn't go well. Why and and what players could do differently. Yeah. Um, and I do have scenarios over here still. I have done with Dave Timonen, and I have not recorded those either on Skype. So I think I would save those for uh, what you've been playing lately and just do my view of them probably yeah uh, but now it doesn't look 255 256 we're hoping to get in um dave goldman asl open was a e tourney and yeah. maybe the show after that yeah and should I we played, jump in or, yeah oh, let's sorry, jump. Go ahead. i was just gonna say i, I played with uh, rich spilkey i got rich set up with uh vassal and uh we played the guards counterattack which oh, was nice. very, very good, just to learn the the, tr the tricks of using Vassal. And he showed me some stuff that Mike Stubitz showed him that I'll have to show you next time we play. Some oh. tips and tricks for moving moving stacks and rearranging counters. And Well, we, may, uh, well, we want to share it with the listeners, too. I hope I'll remember. Yes, I hope I'll remember everything when that comes up. Oh, you see, Jeff, the trick to that is you need to take extensive notes. Like I've done. Oh my God. Look, <laughs> what language is that, Dave? That's my scribble while playing Vassal. Oh my on gosh. On the inside of a Wisecam box. <laughs> so maybe we'll save those tips. We should we should get to them, though. We want our job is to help teach people, Jeff. <laughs> it's the closest thing I had. Didn't have to I get up. I know what to get you for Christmas. <laughs> oh, Paper. Yeah, it's yeah. called paper. Yeah, there's a whole stack right there. Yeah. And I don't. Yeah, I know how that goes. Right above king and country. Yeah. All right. So, but tonight is about quad de guerre. Quad de guerre. Let's jump right in there. Counters then? Oh, it's what do we call this segment, Jeff? Oh, this segment is called 
What? Is it coming through? What? Yes. What's in the box? Dave. Dave. I don't know. Dave. Dave. What? Oh. Then. What's in the box? The box. I noticed that. I noticed that Derek Ritter did a little video on. Yeah, everyone's doing them, Jeff. You know, pretty soon, as I predicted, I predicted this 10 years ago, someday everybody will have their own channel and they won't have time to watch anything because everybody will be starring in their own show. You did predict this. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. And now so many people are just uploading videos and streaming. And anyway, I noticed that Derek has a little segment that he calls what's in the box in honor of us. I'm honored. I'd rather have the money, but I'm honored. And of course that's Derek who Derek Ritter from Ritter Creek. Go to Rittercreek.com. Everybody listen, stop listening to us. Get over to Rittercreek.com right now. Order some cool ASL stuff. Make your, make your time in quarantine a happy time, a productive time, a oh, joyous yes. time. Order some it. ASL from Ritter Creek. Lots of get, stuff that, that he sent us to get yeah. to, too. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you showed us the box. What's in the box, Dave? Well, do you want to start with, um, let's quick look at scenarios. We won't do a deep dive. I thought maybe I could just kind of read off some titles. See if if I can remember which ones came from the original Quadigare or the second version with Denant. Strangers in a Strange Land. This is number 75. This little beauty. That's an original. End of the Ninth. That's another original. Mm-hmm. Le Harrison you will find inside. You will find Encounter at Connemur. Connemont. And who did these uh, scenarios? Are you going to give credit where credit is due to? Steve Swan, Bill Sizzler. This one's not listed. Um, I'll take credit for that one. Connemont. Oh, well, this one says it's been updated. But I think those four all are from the original game. Bridge of the Seven Planets from the original game. I distinctly remember this. Play Bridge ball. The, that's an interesting yeah. scenario title, Bridge of the Seven Planets. Yeah. Wow. It's been around a long time now from the original huh. game. I wonder why um, they call it that. Hey, this one, that. Play, well, I, there is a reason, but I can't remember now. And these are fairly larger, but we won't go into all that detail. We're just taking a quick what's new. Yeah. Uh, Bob McNamara, Play Ball. Bob McNamara, that's a name. We want to interview him. He is yes, one we of do. the original uh, Avalon Hill ASL guys. Fratricidal Fighting. I think Brian Martuzis, we interviewed him. He goes way back, too. He, he um, for honor alone, that was an original. Oh, you know, I think you can tell from the numbers. Yeah. Do you actually have your original... I have a um, an archive here that was given to us. So what are the scenario numbers? 75 through 81. Uh, you know what? Any, I, any can tell, I can tell, you know, what the giveaway is here? No, they're just ASL scenarios, 75 okay. originals, original games. Here's, the, here's the, the tell. Those numbers end 
and they jumped to 231. Ah, okay. Okay. <laughs> now it's very clear. So trying to guess where these were from. In front of the storm, this, I think, was in an annual. And Chance de Une Affair. This was in, oh, it actually says here, issued as you. There was a, the series that were the alphabet series from the annual. And then the T series, which was the uh, tournament, supposedly shorter scenarios. Failure to communicate. This was in a winter offensive pack number two. Counterstroke at Stone. This was in annual 66. So then you get through these. The most, a lot of them updated. It means I played a lot of these. Rommel's Wake. A96. Yeah, I must have played that too. Fighting at the world's edge, I remember. Oh, yeah. Boy, you're getting a lot. Type. Okay, so these numbers, Jeff, go from 231, 231 into the 252. Wow, yeah. 20? That's 20. 21 scenarios from annuals and winter offensive packs, journals. But they're updated, a lot of them. Again, why? I don't know. Were they bad scenarios? Be interesting to go through all these 20 and see what their roar records were and see if they, how they updated them. And then you're going to get into your Denant scenarios. Uh, what is Denant? The, Jeff, tell us about the background with that. Do you remember? Well, I remember we did an interview uh, extensively very good interview. I wonder what episode yeah. that was. Dan back Dolan. In the day. I yeah. meant to check it too. <laughs> yeah. With Dan Dolan. It was it was he was in the advanced stages of development of that. Right. We had that product. really large map, which is yeah. now here. I and I wonder I didn't check either if it's changed since then, the new one. And so does the map come with does the Dinot map come in Quadigare? It does, it does, but I wonder how many of these scenarios are there for Denot. You're going to get, again, we won't go into a lot of detail. Um, some of them are two-sided, so you're going to get some big 13-turn scenarios with, like, you know, those OBs. That's one nationality, one nationality. Wow. For Rommel at the Muse, jump to the back here, 11. 11. It looks like more, but a lot of these are two two pages each, right? Using various type parts of the Denot map again. Mm -hmm. So one's called Finale, Denot 10. That one, just going to check size real quickly. Oh, it's only eight turns. Oh, and it's not on the Denant board. It's on a, uses a bunch of different boards. But again, we don't want to get into... Uh, I'll have to do a deep dive if we ever will have time again to do such a thing. So you're looking at 11 new scenarios for Denant, 21 from various other ASL products, many out of print, although you can get digital versions uh, of the annual and journal you can buy. And um, the original, what was it, eight or something scenarios. Then what do you want to look at, counters? Gadzooks. That's a lot of stuff. Keep you busy for a while. And uh, by the way, Quad de Guerre is still available as of this moment on the Ritter Creek website. 
Excellent. For the low, low price of $149, and that's with free shipping, free, as long as you're in the continental United States. That is free. You have any counter sheets there you want to put up? Yeah, there's one particular counter sheet that I'm excited about. I can see that. That's the backside of the counter sheet I'm excited about. Is this the counter sheet you're excited about? Mm-hmm. Yes, look at the words right there along the spine. Vichy in the Infantry Support Weapons. Oh, how cool is that? Look at that, wow. Jeff. These babies are all new counter set for the Vichy French. Who, who were the Vichy French? Those were the, uh, yeah, France was a bit divided. Who led the Vichy French? Was it? De Gaulle? That's, he led the Free oh, French. Oh, yeah, he did the Free French. And if it you want was, Free um, French counters, may I say, you would want to go to Broken Ground Design. Head right over to Broken Ground Design, get your Free French counter set. Um, so you don't have to use your old regular uh, British to portray the Free French anymore. Oh, Patin. Oh, yes. Or is it Patin? Not sure. Marshal Philip Patin. I'll let you try the French names. Yes. <laughs> My French is horrible. I minored in French. And yet here I am. Can barely yeah. put two words together. The sheet we got here is sheet three of 11. Wow. Gadzooks. No, but it's, I love it. They're German color yeah. edges with the French colored interior. How perfect is that? And again, I'm, I'd love to see some of the scenarios they've got for using these guys. I know the Americans had to fight some of them. Well, the, wherever they were, right? Somewhere in Africa. And it looks like a full complement of elites, first lines I see here. I see right there, uh, green. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, the weapons. first lines and greens. Yeah. Plenty of uh, crews there. And leaders, so all the weapons. And down in the bottom corner, though, that's new. I've never seen those before. Oh, supply shortage counters. Yeah, in a good supply of supply shortage counters. There are plenty of shortage counters. And these so far are popping right out of the grids here on me. They're they're real easy. One just fell to the floor. They're real e easy to pop out. You're not going to have all the tattered corners. And if you did, you could use the C4 corner counter cutter. <laughs> There's a blast from the past. Yeah, it's from your counters. But these things are just, what do you call it, die cut really, really well. Yeah. So that's one sheet. Got more sheets? Uh, let's oh. see what else I got here. Let me go back to my sharing. Well, of course, a lot of them are just reissues of the French. Um. Yeah, and uh, we, we also want to not just show, but we want to tell because some people are not watching this. Probably many people are not watching this. Yeah, and we can't tell much more about those supply shortage counters at the moment. I didn't come across them in the rules yet. But I've never seen markers like those. Uh, sheet 8? This eight. is the back of Sheet 8. These are not in order. Sorry. <laughs> uh, let me... 
Well, I'm the one that sent those to you. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Oh, the uh, eight is just called Quad de Guerre. Sheet eight of eleven front. It is probably, um, yeah, reprint. I don't remember there being German counters coming in with Quad de Guerre, but they may have been. So that sheet has the Germans on that side. Yep, upper corner. And then just the British vehicle, I mean the French vehicles. Yep. So I don't think there's a whole lot of time we got to spend on that. You do get two sniper counters for the French in there on that lower uh, corner. And the concealments for the vehicles and all that, the large size mortars. So that's a, probably just a standard reissue, um, maybe with the Germans being added. Uh, I don't know, because... Well, yeah, here's the here's the rub. Uh, got another sheet there, Jeff? We don't probably need to see the back of that one. That is 10 of 11. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of uh, miscellaneous things, foxholes, shell holes, no move counters, I suppose, for playing at night. Mm-hmm. Lots of debris. Yeah, now the debris were originally issued, I believe, in Bounding Fire Productions... Bounding Fire Productions may, let's just go out on a limb here, where the first time those appeared with Pacific game that they put out. I think they oh, were. Blood, Blood and Jungle? I think so. Blood and Jungle. Okay. I think so. Um, but the idea came That's about. That's painful, by the way. The bell? Yeah, maybe just move it a little farther from the microphone. Kind of hurts my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. The debris counters. Yeah, they had them with them. They uh, idea first appeared with the Red Barricades. I'll also go out on a limb and say that's true. There's these interesting railroad at the bottom. Oh, oh railroad. There. Yes, I see them. Yep. Yeah. Underpass. Underpass, railroad underpass, and a road tunnel. I did read some of the rules about those. It's a unique terrain feature. For Denant. Definitely want to play that. There's probably five pages of rules for the underpass. A little longer than some, but no, it's not that bad. Again, we're going to look at another counter sheet there. Yeah, and we're done with this. Lots of burnt-out wreck counters. Oh, that's important. All right, let's see what else we've got. Games, yeah. Oh, that one looks like sheet 11 of 11. Your yes. location control counters. And breaches. Again, we already have some of those in other games, but... Burnt, uh, there's, out, burnt out yeah. woods. See? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Haven't seen that before. No, have never seen burnt out woods. Makes a lot of sense. Again, if you're playing the campaign game, right? Yeah. Right. And there's a fire in the woods overnight, next day, rain, whatever. And it's going to have to have a different train feature. And I haven't read those rules yet either. And there's boats and pontoon bridges. Yeah. Different. Boy, that's, I like those pontoon counters. 
Yeah. They actually look more like pontoons than the original counters, which maybe they were more generic for like different kinds of bridges. Otherwise, the uh, rafts look the same. What are these green ones in the extreme lower left-hand corner? Yeah, that color. Are those? Guessing is a. I don't recognize the color. Is an Allied miner or an Axis miner? Okay, just three I counters for it. Believe it could be reissues of mistakes that were in previous counters. Mm, Sometimes okay. they sneak them in like that. I'm not sure. But there's another unique counter on the other half of the... Yes, keep going up. Out of season. Does it say out of season orchard? It does. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's so interesting. Course, with Vassal, you, you get that made for you automatically digital, digitally. Yeah. But this actually has a photograph in it, if you notice. That's rows and rows of, of trees that are leafless, of course. But that's a unique kind of a look for a counter for ASL. Yeah. So, yeah, know, very different. You can imagine rows. It looks more like a photograph than a symbol. Yep. And the back sides, I don't know if you need to show. Well, oh, it's kind of cool if you can flip to it, Jeff. The back side of the pontoon bridges. That looks laid. Gutted counters? Did you see those? Yeah, gutted. Yep. Originally, you had gutted counters a lot with red barricade stuff. And those pontoon bridges, look at that. That says 16-ton bridge. Looks all assembled. Just not sure, but it says Denant vehicles. German ah. vehicles. So I don't know if... Well, we could tell from the titles, Panzer 2F, PZ-38. Maybe we needed more. Oh, yeah, it looks like maybe we needed a lot more of these smaller vehicles to play the campaign game or something. Do mm. not. But so that sheet. And then the others that we weren't showing are like just the normal ones, like your French right here. Have to assume that it runs the same as the original stuff. You got another counter sheet of German infantry, machine guns, radios, leaders, concealment markers in the, what do you call it? Not capital letters, but small letters. Lowercase. Mm -hmm. Lowercase. So I know in my original sets of ASL counters, I have lowercase of lots of things. But probably newer players can now expand their concealment counter um, quantity by a lot. So you get the French vehicles here and free. Oh, no. Look at that. Free French infantry. Also now put out not just by Broken Ground Design. Although Broken Ground Design, Jeff, would not would have colorful counters. They would, yes. Not these boring black and white ones. <laughs> but there are now another set of free French. Do I have to make another tray then? I think you're going to have to, Dave. Oh, Take advantage but... of these times that we're living in and get your trays sorted out, will you? Remember how many trays I made? You're going to be, you know, the, 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 the end of COVID is going to come around and you're going to be disappointed because you just didn't get enough of your trays done. <laughs> 
I'm going to have to hang around with real-life people again. Mm -hmm. Three French, yep, support weapons, a whole sheet of them. Croix de Guerre, this will be the original French. That's another sheet, two of 11. And something unique, sheet five of 11. Some unique counters for, must be the campaign game. Can you read that? Do I have that right? Exit. I see. Exit VP, yeah, times one. Yeah, exit VP times 10, exit VP times 100. Yeah, I haven't read that yet. Yeah, and then there's a pulley line. Yeah, look at that. What is pulley that? line. For hanging laundry? Is this the Italians are in here somewhere? I'm imagining the, the laundry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just, uh, it's, it's always harder to focus than when we're in person together with, with the jokes. Uh, yeah. So if it's the River Muse... I'm guessing. So they're using this to cross the river? Yeah, don't you guess? I would guess so. Um, so there's counters, wow. folks. One side is yellow. It says under construction because it's in construction yellow. Yes, it is. And the back side is just green. Like, go. Go, dog, go. Yeah. Dog, blue dog. Yellow dog. Go, dog, go. You don't know that book? It's been a while. It's on my list. I do like it. Is that Dostoevsky too? <laughs> and then we sent you something else. You have a map. I thought maybe you could pull that map up. Oh, yes, I do. Now I, now I realize there's two sheets with maps on them. I thought that was only one. There's board 43. While Jeff's looking, board 43, which, of course, I think you know everyone should have already. But it originally must have come out with Quad de Guerre. Mm. I have the old box, of course, over there somewhere. So board forty-three. It's got the it's the one with the four big um, grain fields and the house farmhouse with the fence. Uh, not a fence, stone wall around it. Yeah. No, I fought over that little space. Yeah, I sort of remember uh, <laughs> a scenario on this board as well. A lot in my ASL career with the gate there to get, you know, try and get your hole down. Tanks pulled up. Um, so there's that board and the one you have, Jeff, I think the photo of. Yeah, let me pull this up. See there's your Denant. It's called Denant Rommel at the Muse Reduced Size Map. So that's the whole map. It's gorgeous. It is. Look at all the rivers and river tributaries. Yeah. And then oh, it, yes. Up in this area. Sit <gasps> down there. Wow. That looks fantastic. Isn't it cool? And I don't know if those are going to play. Probably play as. Oh, those are roads, not river canals, of course. Uh, there's the railroad. If you can zoom in, running along the river. It zips somewhere. It zips under the mountain or under the road. That's what those counters are for. And there's a road that dips under a mountain somewhere. Yeah, the brown is the railroad. Okay. Yeah, and I think, yeah, those are concrete roads. So that's the city down there, all those stone houses. There's this interesting parts where they go up these valleys on the other side of the river. 
and they they just two deeper valleys where the roads go through with houses along both sides and then just one side and then into the forests that go way up on these wide open kind of plateau like yeah hill surfaces so i don't know what kind of battles go, go on up at the top but looks like a lot of open space but uh great yeah. for tank great for tank battles yeah and there's that village up there which has four different colored wood buildings you notice that or you got me up i can put it right here yeah it's this village with some interesting different colored buildings oh yeah mm-hmm. right dark brown maybe that's just an artistic uh license that is what color would you have painted those buildings dave (laughs) yeah you're a man Um, of some painting experience so what time are we at jeff oh yes 37 minutes we've been Ooh, we better hold off on the rest of the materials for next show that'll be looking at the replacement rules given out and not a whole lot left maybe we can do box art review as we finish up this yes that'd be great at the some of the rules that i've delved into and then we'll go to an interview with jim burris yes of the st louis asl club okay here we go And I, I'm obliged to say uh-huh. that we are recording this. Okay. So I want to avoid uh, legal snafus because oh, I know. Yeah. Because yeah, I would sue is if you didn't say that, my lawyers would be right after you. <laughs> you might get the wrong impression and figure I had money uh, that you could have. <laughs> that is, in fact, not the case. So here we are. I'm with Jim Burris all the way from St. Louis. Yes. And uh, Jim, it's good to see you. Yeah, you too, Jeff. And I'm, I'm sorry Dave couldn't join us tonight. Yeah, Dave had something come up, so uh, he he left this to, up to me. So, uh, But he sends his regards and looks forward to seeing you next time. Yeah, well, we tried to get something together where we could all make it work. But, you know, with my daughter softball and work and everybody else's schedule, I think it's we're lucky to get, get some time in. Yeah. You know, it's funny because um, I almost I think I have less time than I did before because with uh, the advent of all of this uh, video and video conferencing stuff, it's easier mm-hmm. to meet with people. Now, I used to have a great excuse for not meeting with people like, that's too far to drive. Well, now I don't have that excuse anymore. Here we can we can meet instantly. So I've been having right. a lot more of these things. Are you doing a lot of video conferencing with your work? Yes, yes. And, yeah. and I'm fortunate that my my profession and my job allows me to work from home and or remotely uh, as needed. So that's been, yeah, that's I've been able to do that. And, and yeah, with uh, we do discord. Um, actually, I'm uh, when I'm done with this, I'm I've got some guys waiting for me to do some discord stuff a little later. Gaming. Yes. Excellent. Yeah, uh, we're. We have a guy in our group as uh, is DMing the Curse of Strahd for a, a few of us. Oh, that sounds great! Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, as a result of the COVID thing, obviously you're you're doing it remotely. But um, mm-hmm. how's that working out? How do you like it? 
it's it's not like being face to face where you can hear the dice clinking in the glass. Yeah. Uh, same for ASL. Uh, I've been doing yeah. some. I just started a few uh, Vassal play by email games. Um, but we have a uh, my my you know we won't get into this, but uh, my ASL playing has dropped uh, over the last couple of years uh, for an, a variety of reasons. Uh, you know, I'm coaching my daughter's softball team. I'm mm. Playing other games, uh, traveling for work—it just seems like, uh, you know, getting face-to-face time is less and less of a priority for for ASL. Uh, but we do still have a bunch of guys in the St. Louis area that play. Um, but we just don't get together face-to-face as, as much as we used to. We used to do uh, monthly get-togethers, uh, either like on a Saturday, and then sometimes we do after work down at the hotel where we hold the tournament. Uh, the manager would let us come in and and play in the evenings, but that's just become real difficult, especially because I don't live nearby anymore. I live out west of St. Louis, a ways. Mm, okay. Um, but uh, but for other gaming like uh, like the D and D that we that we're playing, uh, we used to play at a game store. We'd get there around 5, 5.30 after work. Uh, we'd play until the game store closed at 9, and we had a hard stop time. So everyone's home by 9.30 or so, and you're in bed. Nice. Yeah. Uh, whereas if you're playing at a place that doesn't close, like online, you can be up until 10, 11 o'clock, and you know, then you're pushing your, your bedtime. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, but the the online is amazing. They've got some amazing platforms, Roll Twenty and D and D Beyond, uh, that allow you to do things that you couldn't in person. Uh, you know, you got little miniatures out on a table, and you've got your imagination. But with these uh, electronic platforms, they've got you know maps that you can bring up, and images, and dice rolling program. You know, uh, macros you can write and. So, you know, you give something and you take something else away. You don't get to hang out with your buddies in the same room, uh, but you get on Discord, you're talking and seeing things on the screen and it's, uh, you know, the next best th- next best thing. So. Yeah, I've never tried any of those other ways of playing D&D. Um, mostly what we've been doing is uh, through Discord. Mm-hmm. We'll get together, four of us, and then uh, somebody will, you know, Dave, who usually plays the uh, the dungeon master, will focus his camera on something going on on the table or, or we just figure it out in our heads. I'll have to try some of those other uh, platforms at some point. Yeah. Well, look into roll 20. It's, it's free. Uh, you can pay for upgrades obviously. And one of the DM did for us, uh, and he, he has now the, the, the line of sight. So he'll put on everyone. If you have a torch, you can see so far. If you have night vision, you can see so far. And then my character, only sees what my character sees. I don't get to see. I don't have complete knowledge. Oh, that's kind of cool. It actually. is. That's very yeah. cool. Uh, so. Yeah, and, uh, you know, there's some, uh, we've discovered that there are some interesting things in Vassal that Vassal does that uh, that mm-hmm. make it, in some ways, more attractive than playing ASL face-to-face, though we do miss that. Yes. But, and that's kind of why we're talking is because amidst all of this, all of the uh, depression and mm-hmm. the changing of schedules, you held up the torch, going back to your torch, yeah, you held up the torch and held the, your St. Louis tournament, the 23rd St. Louis tournament? 23rd. Is that ah. right? 23rd, 24th, 23rd. 23rd. Yeah, 23rd. Yeah. 23rd annual. Yeah. That's Went ahead and did believe. it at the end of July. Yeah. Tell, tell me about that. How did... Uh, 
you, that must have been a tough decision on which way to go with that. No, it wasn't tough for me. I was no. going to hold it, and if the hotel shut down, <laughs> I was going to have it at my house. Oh. <laughs> uh, and, you know, if people wanted to come, they, they're welcome to come. And we had 21 ASL players show up this year. Uh, some of the notable names, Bob Bendis was there, Rich Domovic, uh, Wes Vaughn, Doug Kirk. So I'm going to leave somebody out. I'm just going to name past champions that were there. Craig Walters, uh, Randy Schurz. Uh We had a couple guys from Kansas City that were going to come but didn't come at the last minute. Mm. Uh, we had the, you know, Larry Zote, um, Mark DeVries came down, oh. uh, Dave Gennard and uh, Tom Savinovich came over from Indianapolis and Ohio. Stan Jackson uh, was here. Just some names, some people will know, and I and I, I don't have a list in front of me, so I've left somebody out that I'm. And you know, of course, we had the local guys, uh, a couple of local guys, Brett Avance and Jeff Itaw, uh local. Uh, did Kenny show up? Kenny Wilman. Mike Stubitz was he? Did Mike Stubitz come? Mike, yep, yep. Mike came okay. down from Chicago. Great. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we've had you know if. And I'm just waiting for the day that everybody says, oh, I can make it this year. And then we're going to have a problem because <laughs> we've had it at the same hotel every year except for two years. The first year where we had a bunch of guys just get together and we had it at a game store. We had eight guys first year. And then somewhere along the way, uh, we followed the manager of the hotel. to, and She moved to a different hotel and we moved and followed her. Uh, luckily she went back to the same hotel she's at now. She was there for a year. We followed her and then we followed her back. Uh, we didn't really particularly care for the new place. It was a Best Western near the airport, but now we're down at the Best Western Kirkwood Inn. They always do a, ma a magnificent job for us. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a, an amazing hotel. I don't, just the attention to detail that she, that the manager, I'm just doing a little spiel for her now, but she, but well-deserved. Her staff is so friendly and, and all that, that we've been doing it there and I wouldn't go anywhere else. Uh, but the problem is we have one conference room in the hotel and it'll hold, I think if we squoze really hard, we can get maybe 36 in there. Okay. And, and we've had as many as 34, 35 wow. and it's, and it gets tight. We may be able to get 40 in there, but that means everybody's playing two at a table and, and all that. And it gets, uh, pretty crowded, but this year we had 21. And so there was room to spread out and, uh, not, not a terrible, you know, nobody's run on top of each other. But yeah. One year, somebody's going to, everyone's going to say, Hey, we can make it this year and we'll get, you know, all the Chicago guys, all the Kansas City guys, people coming in from all over. Uh, uh, George Turnmeyer will be in town and he'll come over because he's been a couple times. Uh, Maurizio from Florida, he's an Italian guy that's been coming up and he uh, wasn't able to make it this year because he flew back from Italy within the 14, 14 day window and had to quarantine himself. Really? Yeah. Wow. He, he chose to and he was sad that he wasn't uh. able to make it. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll get, and if, when that happens, it'll be a good problem to have, but yeah, uh, we'll, right. we'll find a way to, to, I'll rent some rooms out and we'll have games set up in, in hotel rooms or something. We'll figure it out. But, uh, the hallways, the bathrooms, it'll be like college. Yeah. It'll be yeah, great. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but well, I, I saw one picture. I don't know if there were a lot of pictures taken. I was on game squad and I did see one picture and it looked like, uh, it looked like there was plenty of room, you know, mm -hmm. in the room. So that was the normal room. 
Yes. That you that you hold the tournament in. Mm-hmm. Looked very spacious, and the, the guys were comfortably situated. I didn't see up. I didn't see uh, the plastic uh, sneeze shields between everybody, or oh yeah, or anything like that. <laughs> Yeah, I am. Yeah, probably one of those things that we don't want to get into. But uh, yeah, I'm. I'm like, you know what? I'm not. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Shutting things down and stopping your life. You know, I mean, my comment is, well, let's just all stay inside till nobody dies of anything. We had a great tournament. I think like a friend of mine came by and I think he wore a face mask, obviously. He, I would be surprised if he didn't. He's kind of he has some immunosuppression going on and so he's kind of at risk so you know wear a face mask but uh, beyond that it was just a regular tournament and 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 i've said it once and i tell everyone that that weekend is the most fun i have all year yeah it's a lot of hard work but once i get everything going and i'm sitting there and i'm playing games and watching people play games and and relaxing and it it just really is a lot of fun and it it and i'm and I tell everyone that comes to the tournament, we have a, a barbecue catered in on a Saturday night and we have a big raffle right after everyone's through eating. And before the raffle, I, ju- I just thank everybody for everyone that contributed, Doug Kirk, for his amazing job of putting together a scenario list and the ABS for, for the scenarios. Uh, Jeff Itow this year and Brett Avans in previous years uh, make the, the tournament plaques. I don't know if you saw pictures of those, uh, but if you no, go on, I didn't. The, uh, we have a there's an ASL Facebook page, and Jeff Itel posted some pictures there okay. of the uh, of the plaque. He, they made a, a Char B1 bis this year uh, for the for the first place trophy, and and uh, Jeff Itel put that together. Uh, and in previous years, Brett had helped out with that. Um, but yeah, so I thank those guys, and I thank people that have contributed in any way to the tournament. But then I then I say I absolutely thank everyone that that comes, uh, because people come, like I mentioned, from all over. And if it weren't for them, we wouldn't have a tournament. And so, hands down, they're the people that I need to be thanking for for taking the time and coming and and participating to make the tournament what it is. Yeah, and this year must have been especially uh, enjoyable for guys that, have, because so many of us have been under this, the pall of uh, lockdown since mm-hmm. March. So to uh, spend a weekend doing something that feels rather normal must have been a, a welcome change. Yes, I, I'm really. sure it was. Yeah. yeah. In, in in light of it all, you know, you you, you shut the door, you know, you, you come into the room and you're, you know, it's the st louis tournament and you know and you're you're right in that respect in that you know you're, you're playing asl and doing something that uh takes you away from all the other things that are going on and you were uh pleased with the with the uh scenario list uh i took a very quick look at it but um yeah for for the most part everybody liked it i'm sure yes. you probably don't get many complaints anyway well, it, well, ever since Doug took over, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, when I when I was doing the scenario list, there there, there were complaints and some you know, mm. some oddities because uh, I always I like to put in some oddball scenarios and like ones sure. that have like river crossings and and kind of ones that don't get a lot of play. But um, it's uh, yeah. So no no complaints about the scenario list. And actually, there were compliments about the scenarios that were selected from a yeah. number of people. 
uh, even people that you know, because Doug Doug will post it on Game Squad ahead of time, and people that aren't even able to make it, they're you know, they're saying, "Wow, nice list," and things like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's funny you should mention River Crossing because Dave and I just played a scenario from uh, Operation Watchtower, HS2. Okay. Can't remember the name of it, but there's a river crossing in there where the Americans need to cross the river, and that that was really frustratingly fun and yes. funly frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> so we we had never done one of those before, so we'll probably play that one again and switch sides. Okay, and then. Um, usually have something at your house too did you have a barbecue at your house is that something that goes on or can't we talk about that oh oh well no i don't really do much at my house we oh, okay uh for the tournament it's all it's all at the hotel uh okay. we go down to the um yeah I, I head down thursday night and then once i'm down there everything takes place down at the hotel uh, we we do well, and I say in, we've started having in January, uh, right around the middle of the month, we have a um, chili cook-off where a bunch of ASL players get together and and we play other games. But you know it's it's called the ASL chili cook-off, and we've done that maybe five years now going, uh, where we everyone brings in a crock pot of chili. It's in the cold of the winter and. Uh, so if anyone's interested, you know, shoot me a note and I'll let you know when that's going to be. I'm sure you'll get a lot of mail about that. Yeah, so, no, probably not. But <laughs> how did the uh, how did it so how did the tournament go? Bob Bendis came in first. Yeah. That? Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. So the way I run the tournament is it's on a point system. Uh, see if I remember how this works. It's all computer. I've I've written a computer program for it uh, in Microsoft Excel that keeps track of everything. And I enter all the games in there. And for a win, you get a hundred points. And then everybody you beat, if they go on and win, you get ten points for each one of their wins. Uh, and if somebody beats you, uh, you get points for their win. And that's a uh, one point each for one of their wins. So it's kind of like a tiebreaker type of system where the hundreds column is your wins, the tens columns is wins on uh, people you've beat and then people that have beaten you, how, how good are they? If you got beat with somebody that's really good, you're going to get some more points in the ones column. And mm. uh, we didn't have a undefeated champion this year. Uh, Bob Bendis lost in round four to Stan Jackson. Uh, and then we went into the fifth round, and Stan got Stan was undefeated. He was the last undefeated going into the last round. And if he had beaten Doug Kirk, he would have undoubtedly he would have been the number one. Uh, and as it turned out, the way the points hashed out, uh, Bob was able to pull ahead by ten points ahead of uh, Stan, and and actually Doug, having beaten Stan, took second place, uh, and then Stan took third. So it's uh, it's all a point system set up. Um, granted, if you win all your games, you're going to win the tournament. Yeah. And uh, do do you play usually at the tournament, or do you pretty much I, just walk I'm around the odd and... man out. I ah. if we have an even number of players, and that happened this year, I didn't get to play a single game. Uh, oh my we gosh! Had an even number of players every <laughs> round, uh, so I didn't play any rounds uh, but oh. that gives me time to kind of wander around the room and and uh you know play other games like if my niece comes over or other people you know other friends that are non-asl players will come in and we'll set up a little game of something here or there and play it or when some like some of the players are done early in the evening we'll play something else or, or 
but it gives me an opportunity to kind of relax and not have to be focused on a game. And typically, I don't play the uh, I play toward the bottom. I don't play people that ha- that are undefeated or because I don't compete in the tournament. I'm just there mm. to kind of make to pick up games for odd numbers of players. Uh, one year, West Vaughn came in late. He was running late and he was the odd man out and uh, he was forced to play me and I ended up beating him and, <laughs> and you, you know, and that kind of, you know, you put a loss on his record and right off the bat, cause I don't, I, you know, whenever I play, I play to win and I don't throw the game to anybody. So. Good. Good for you. People allowed to play as late as a game will go, or <laughs> is there a, a cutoff on that? No. That, well, the, one of the things that we've gone to is we've gone to a Friday at noon, played two scenarios on Friday, two on Saturday, and one on Sunday. Ah. Uh, it used to be a 1-3-1 one, one, yeah. uh, tournament, and that was just – I don't know how we did it, to be honest. We had to pick – you know, Doug had a challenge on finding short little scenarios that you could – you know, you, maybe a medium-sized one in the morning, a tiny little one in the middle of the day, and then another longer one in the evening, and getting three in a day was brutal and – and any more people can take a day off, so they come down, you know, instead of coming down Friday, getting there and trying to get a scenario in. You just come, a lot of people come in Thursday night, and as soon as the room's open, they get playing. And um, so we do have cutoffs for the first round. Uh, you know, when one round is done, you got to be done because, so I can start the next round. Yeah. Uh, but Friday night, you can play as late as you want, and there's inevitably somebody's in there till 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. And I and I'm in there with them. Are you? Yeah, because I've got to get the results so I can enter it yeah. into the computer and get the next round going. And it's posted before I go to bed. And the same on Saturday night. Uh, and both nights we had different groups of people in there till late. And usually I've got a bunch of other guys in there. We're all drinking and playing and doing something until at least one one thirty. So another little bit doesn't hurt too bad yeah yeah that's well it sounds like a much nicer layout that yeah because i used to hear stories about that those three scenarios on a saturday and how you know guys would just be just wiped out after that right that's tough if you're not if you're not in shape if you don't have those very powerful muscles that allow you to sit for 14 hours at a time or you know just fatigue uh yeah Again, and, you know, and as I'm getting older, I don't have that kind of stamina to be able yeah. to do that type of thing. Yeah. Plus, from a tournament director standpoint, it, and I've only had to adjudicate a few games, but there's been times when, you know, this round should have been over 10 minutes ago, 20 minutes ago, and you've still got two or three games going on, and, and I don't want to adjudicate, so I'm like, okay, guys, let's wrap it up, so I pick a winner or something, and... Uh, and it, there's very little of that anymore. Yeah. If, if any, so oh, good. It, we, we really enjoy the new format, uh, you know, and, and the fact that, you know, people get in and they get going and for my tournament, uh, I don't assign first round, um, matchups. You come in, you find somebody you want to play. It's uh, and if you oh. need help finding somebody then, Hey, you're not playing a person play B person. Here you go. You know, you guys aren't matched up. You'll go ahead and get a game going. And uh, it, it really works out because you, you end up with people that want to play each other that, uh, you know, like, hey, I'm going to grab you first round because I don't get a chance to play you typically. Or people that don't have enough, you know, that wouldn't play each other normally 
you know, may get to play each other first round. Uh, but then after that, the computer takes over and assigns points and, and ranks people and pops right. them, yeah, pops right. them out on them. Well, I'm glad it turned out so well. So what's what's next on your plans for the rest of the year for ASL? Have you got anything coming up that you're looking forward to? New products or other tournaments you're going to? Have you got any plans to go any or uh, no? I, I at this don't point, have it. yeah, n- nothing planned for me. Uh, I'm playing a couple of Vassal games, play by email, which works well for my schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, somebody will send me the, I've actually, I've got the logs that I need to go through maybe tonight or tomorrow, but, um, yeah, I can sit down and if I want to look up a rule, it does, you know, not taking anybody's time and, you know, play by email is only for certain people, but I'll step through the, uh, vassal, um, what do you call it the log, right. the log file yeah, and, you know, and send the log file back to them and, you know, go on that way. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing ASL related other than, you know, just a little ASL here or there where I can get it. Uh, we may, you know, I may get to air with Doug Kirk and, uh, West Vaughn a little later in the fall. Usually we try to get together and have a big weekend where we all play ASL either down at Wes's or sometimes we come up here, but usually it's down at Wes's. Uh, we'll take the weekend and go down and play all weekend. Is there something in particular that you're looking forward to playing a scenario or? Something new that's come out you haven't had a chance to dig into yet. Well, I'll tell you what 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 I really like is and I is I like George Kellen's uh, campaign games, the Lone Canuck, yeah, uh, stuff mm-hmm. out, of, out of that he produces. Uh, I've played a couple of those; those are quite enjoyable. The ones that I've played, I like his campaign uh, set of rules. They seem very easy and straightforward on how you do the refit phase and and draw the battle lines and all of that. Uh, there, uh, the, the Konisberg one looks good. Uh, the Dinat mm-hmm. uh, that came out with the French. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that looks good. Uh, but if I play it, something like that, I'd probably play with Vassal, especially for a map that you have to keep set up and all of that. Right. Vassal is good for that. Um, other than that, not a, I, I still haven't punched all my French counters out. I got the French module and there's, it's still sitting there unpunched. Just a matter of finding time to get it all done. We're all running into that time thing. That's really, if only we had a time machine. I know. I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. Building it over here in my lab. Yeah. Well, let me know well, how that works for you. I will. I will. And I appreciate you taking uh, some time out to talk with us. I'll, I'll speak for Dave with okay. talking with us and uh, letting us know. I'm so glad the tournament turned out well. And I think everybody's going to be sort of living vicariously through the good time that was had by everybody there. And uh, yeah. hopefully next year, things will be back to normal and we'll all be uh, tournamenting and sitting yeah. in front of each other and laughing and drinking it's, beer. Yeah. Cross my fingers. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, I agree. I, I hope it does get back to the point where, you know, we're able to do that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you All guys right. need to make it down one year. We we are going to do it. We okay. were going to be there. No, we weren't. We didn't actually have plans to go this year. But um, yeah, we are definitely going to do that. That's yeah. no question about that. We well, hear so many to, good things about it. So Yeah. Well, I've talked to Dave and he's mentioned that, you know, he wants to make it down. So yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it'll work out for you guys because we'd yeah. love to have you down. 
that would be great. All right. Well, I hope you and yours stay safe. And uh, okay. thanks again for talking to us. And we'll look forward to hearing from you again soon. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye. That was Mr. Jim Burris. Good to talk to him. Indeed. Sorry, sorry you couldn't be there. And he's a great player, too. I remember playing. Uh, he really knows his stuff. I was playing someone at one of the ASL Opens, must have been. And he sat with us and kibitzed, which, and he's like, I'm sorry, did, do you guys mind if, if I say things? I'm like, no, I'm enjoying learning these little rule twists that I have forgotten over the years. Or, yeah. And that's what a tournament is absolutely for, right. to learn from players. Um, we're going to have a lot of stuff to give away, aren't we, Jeff? Oh, we do. What have you got? What's? How should we do this next bit? I'm thinking we could announce in a, uh, maybe a contest next show, but what if uh, we? I got into our Twitter account. People in there kind of do a thing where, like, retweet, and then... I don't know how they work it, but I'll figure it out. They they draw randomly from whoever retweets it. Um, or we can just tweet out, hey, anyone interested in these broken ground design counters, sniper counters? Um, what do you think, Jeff? Just a reply? I think so, yeah. Let's just do a reply. And then we'll... Yeah, and then we'll roll a die out of there Yeah, and send it off. We also wanted to... Get something to our Patreon supporters. So we'll, we'll do a similar thing maybe right. on the air. Yeah, and maybe we should do and we could do something. All right. So that's all we got for this show. Right that's now. all we got. So remember, everybody, roll low. And rally very, very well. Very well. Very well very indeed. Well. But,